Hello, hello, and welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha. I am a psychic medium, and I love to support people going forward. So today, I wanted to talk about some things that I've heard so many times about over, and I know that I've kind of gone over this a little bit with other people, other, uh, what's the word I'm wanting to say? <laughs> um, that, uh, you know, I wanted to say that, you know, I've kind of covered this conversation once in a while with my other times that I've been on air and welcome. I'm on Instagram on my phone and I am here on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and, uh, YouTube on my, uh, on my computer. So with that, that I wanted you to know that if you're on Twitter, please go to my, uh, my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter, Angelic Clarifications, and I can um, do, uh, see your comments, because I do love comments. I love interactions. And uh, hello on Instagram. I'm doing good today. They asked how I was doing. Hi, Veronica. Um, thank you for saying hi to me, and I hope you're feeling better. We are all going through these things that it's like, why? Why is life happening the way it is? And today I wanted to talk about perception because of the fact that we all have them. And it's one of those things, perceptions about believing who we are, believing what we are doing. Uh, it's what we've made up our, com our collective life, right? And when we have a belief system in us, that it really can trigger how we interact with other people. And right now we have a lot of judgments going around. We have a lot of scenarios going around that, you know, I just wanted to bring up some moments where, you know, maybe I can help you get through some of these judgments that we have because of giving you insight on perceptions. And, you know, I've had people who, let's say, who, you know, I've talked to, uh, I do sessions from all the way from children to, uh, you know, help them through, you know, seeing beings around them because there's so many children who are, um, who are uh, seeing spirits and they're very intuitive, right? To helping 70 and 80 year olds get through the, why aren't they doing what we want them to do? You know, and it's so funny because... You know, how many generations do the elders of life talk to the youngers of life going, what are they thinking? Well, isn't that story, perception, life stories? What are we doing? How can we do this better? What's going to happen with this? Where are we going with this, right? So as we're going forward and managing our life, that many times when we're going forward, we forget that generations before us struggled with our age groups, right? And I'm kind of in the in-between of age groups, so I can see the difference in, in how people are working. And, and in my observation of life and, and going forward in life, that I really take myself into my past lives. And that's the thing about me is I, I remember being born. I remember a lot of things. And so with that, that, you know, when I go into realizing the differences about us is as I go into a past life where I 
kind of saw that same scenario going on, right? So then I can go forward because going into our Karshik records, going into our past lives, we can get a perspective, perception about where we sit in the middle of things, right? So with that, that going forward, and I know that a lot of our elders, and I'm not going to call anybody old because nobody is old, right? They're elders. And to me, I take the, the First Nation Native American aspect of an elder as somebody who is willing to show knowledge. And an elder can be a 12-year-old or it could be an 88-year-old. It's, it's just being able to be someone who is willing to be a teacher and a teacher isn't always in the native american style isn't always the one that goes and you need to do that that and those aren't quite elders elders if you notice in the first nation and the um in the uh you know native american first people here indigenous people i cannot say that and i don't want to dishonor that you know they're the ones who sit up in the powwows and they watch. They don't say much or they sit in circle and they're the ones that kids, if they come and sit next to because they, they get through osmosis, right? And so with that, that eldership doesn't always mean speaking and teaching. It means when someone's willing to learn, you speak to them, you teach them. And that's one thing that I've learned becoming an elder is, is that I, I used to sermon a lot and I'm not always perfect at it. I'm human. You know, sometimes I speak out before I'm, I should, but that's part of me learning to be that elder. And many of our elders are struggling with our youngers because of the fact that we're all going through these major life altering experiences, right? That are, we're struggling with who we are. We're struggling with what's going on. We're struggling with lot that that does. And many of us are struggling with belief systems because many of us are doing, have different belief systems, right? So when we're working through our life and going through our life and we're working through somebody else's belief system, that many times that if we can take a moment and breathe and realize, and this statement, you know, it's like walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. What well, kind of has that statement? And I think we've kind of forgotten about that statement, walking a mile in somebody else's shoes, right? Because the fact that we have a hard time walking in our own shoes. <laughs> we have a, time, a hard time walking in our own shoes. So with that, when we're going through life and managing our life, I know that many of us who are walking a spiritual life and managing our spirituality in a, in a not a religious way necessarily, because I'm not about religion, I'm about spirituality, that when we're walking through with our spirituality, that we can give a little more grace to people, right? Because we know that there is a bigger picture. You know, your movie, life, movie or life, is your movie or life and that person's movie or life is that their per their situ situation it could be two different things so when we're working with that you know like i've had several people who say you know even as simple as when they come and use somebody else's shower let's say that they don't take care of it like their own well half the people don't take care of their own right 
but you know why don't they show close the shower curtain all the way why don't they make sure that that the um the curtain is totally in the in the bathtub right because the fact that for one and this is what i tell myself has that person been taught has that person been taught to respect their belongings that's a question because not everybody has been taught to to uh, to respect their bound their belongings, and then you ask the question. Well, if you ask that person, do you know about keeping the shower curtain in the shower? No judgments here. I'm just kind of curious. You go why? Well, the floor is all wet, and you know, with the floor being all wet that means that it could cause mold right oh i didn't think about that okay well i i just this is a conversation just wanted to let you know that this is a conversation um can you maybe make sure that you keep the shower curtain in the shower next time and make sure you maybe drive your dry your feet a little bit better in your body before you get out of the shower oh okay and hopefully they do a little bit better, right? Because of the fact that sometimes we don't always know what the other people know. And I know for me, you know, it's like I look at people's minds. <laughs> minds are amazing, aren't they? They're just totally amazing. And some minds are more mathematically inclined. They're more like the engineers and they're and they go forward with that kind of scenario. And a lot of them, you know, like I had a conversation with someone and they were saying that in a, in a fire drill in a major company where people were very brainiac, you know, they, they were very smart, but they didn't know what to do in a fire drill because they didn't know the, the technicalities. They were doing something totally wrong in a fire drill, like leaving doors open and, and, you know, running out of the building instead of, walking calmly or you know they just were or they were what's that noise you know is what what what's going on here you know they didn't think about the protocols on what to do because they use their brains so much well a lot of those people don't have i'm going to call it street smarts right they don't have that kind of way so when we're thinking about why do people do things well they do like I was in a, uh, in a thrift store today, I stopped off real quick after doing an errand. And I was, there was some, I would think that they were high schoolers. They, they seemed like high schoolers uh, in a way. And the aisles were kind of thin. Well, I got bumped like four or five times and there was no, I'm sorry's. I was like, in a way thinking, communication should i say something well in my own way at the same time that i was getting bumped i was checking in with them because i knew that one of them has a problem working with spirits and they're very fearful but they don't want to lead that on and i was like should i have a conversation with this person or not so i was more enthralled with that kind of a conversation than i was with um with you know being bumped but then when i got bumped it kind of was like a startling thing because there was no like i'm sorry i didn't mean to bump into you or anything like that because they were they had a group of maybe like five or seven kids that were just doing the summer thing 
getting together, doing their, their conversations. And, and as they were going forward and, and, and being popular, being on, they weren't paying attention to what they were doing. Right. So could I fault them? I know when I was that age, thinking back, I didn't always think about other people's space and time. And I know that a lot of the generation that that's going on right now are dealing with space and time because of the fact that they don't understand. So when we're going forward and thinking about things that not everybody knows all this stuff, you know, like uh, right now that there's a lot of things going on with history and taking down monuments and, and taking down these scenarios of, uh, you know, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with taking them down, but let's put them in someplace else, like a museum or something, so that they can be honored as a teaching tool. This is what we used to have. Now this is what we're having. Because again, there is a different perspective, right? When they were doing their thing, when, let's say, when um, uh, uh, Robert E. Lee, you know, was, was doing what he was doing, he was in the time of of slavery he was in the time of of wars he was in the time of you know this is my house this is what i'm doing and thank you veronica she, veronica says i um she says she agrees 100 she's and it's because of fact that when we're going through life and managing our life that it's not about they weren't doing wrong at their time now they're doing wrong in our time they did wrong in our time and we should say that it's not right that we keep that going, right? But the thing is about life is, is that should we, should we blast our past apart instead of using it as a teaching tool? So perspective, that's mine. Stay, I like to stay kind of in the middle, you know? I, I wear somebody else's shoes a little bit to see how that works. That's why when I do a session with someone, I can hold no judgment because I'm not holding your, I'm not walking your life. How can I judge you when I, when you had to make decisions when I would have made a different one because I'm a different being. I grew up differently than you. So how can I judge you who grew up in that situation, right? Who had that walk. And when we're going forward, that's what so makes me so sad is all the judgments that's going on because of where people are in their lives. And why are we doing those things? You know, I've gotten, I've had a couple sessions with some elderly people and, and they're like, why in the heck is that person doing, you know, oh, what's, what was it? Um, oh, I, okay. So I'll use this as an example. Driving down um, our main city here in Washington state, it's called Seattle. And, and there's a lot of homeless people. And I grew up in Seattle. I grew up basically 15 minutes from downtown. And I remember having homeless people around. I do not remember the homeless people making a total mess of their environment. I struggle with the messes that are around our town now. It's not the homeless, it's the messes. Then do I judge that? Hmm. Question. 
do I judge that? I have a form of judgment, I think, because it hurts me. It bothers me so much that they dishonor the, the land around them. And that's what bothers me. But the thing is, though, when we're going forward, I have to think, okay, who are they? They're very angry people sometimes because they don't know how to be. Maybe they grew up in a home of, of physical abuse. And all they know is anger. And when you're angry, you it's hard to respect. It's very hard to respect when you're angry. And it's hard not to be, this is my area. I'm going to treat it the way I want it to. Now, does that make it right? No. But can I have understanding about it? I can. I can. Now, I wish for different, I'll pray for different, but I can have understanding, which means that I quiet my, my judgment down just a little bit because of the fact that we don't know what somebody else grew up in, right? So with that, that as we go forward and manage what's happening and, and doing what we're doing, that if we can slow our thoughts down a little bit, and take a deep breath before something comes out of our mouths to wondering why, why? You know, I wonder what is going on, why this conversation in the government is going on in Washington, in Washington DC, right? Well, you know, when you're thinking about it, they all go home, yes. But what did they grow up in? What are they being pushed somewhere in their area? What are they being pushed? Now, I can be an armchair uh, Republican or Democrat, right? I can be an armchair one watching TV, squawking all I want. Well, that's kind of a good thing to do because it's getting out of you, right? But what I'm offering to you is, is that if we sit there in judgment all the time, it's hard not to be in judgment. So I'm offering to you to look at life a little bit more graceful, that we all have different stories and we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We really don't, right? And it doesn't make it right, but I can have understanding. And that understanding gives, I'm going to call it grace to those around us. That that grace around us can give other people a chance to change. And if we sit, sit in judgment of other people and screaming and yelling at them about it, then really what is that doing for the people around us? You know, if somebody is screaming and yelling, then then that, that story becomes less, what's the word, available for communion to happen. I mean, you hear that in, in the Congress and in the Senate, you know, they come in probably with their shields up. I'm not listening to other people because they don't understand our story. Well, 
can we maybe understand their story a little bit and then they might want to understand ours? I'm not saying that's going to happen. It very rarely happens. But that's where vulnerability can help us, right? Because of the fact that as we're going forward and managing our life, we don't always see that there is a story. I hope this is helping someone. Because of the fact that, like I had a session with someone and she's like, I just don't get why this person doesn't follow through with their word. I just don't understand why this person doesn't follow through with their word. I lovingly said that maybe she's too embarrassed or she might be bipolar. So she doesn't remember what she said that she was going to do. And now she's doing it. And then if if they have a habit of, of doing something that isn't for the better for everybody and they 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 choose something over the spending time with that person, well, maybe they have issues going on, right? They have those, the, the issues like, um, like, let's say if, if, uh, if you're hanging out with a friend and, and as soon as they say, yes, I want to hang out and then they get a girlfriend or a boyfriend and then you don't see them ever, right? Well, do they have a scenario where they're they have a hole in their life where it's like maybe they didn't have a good relationship with their mother or father and they're trying to fill in that hole and they're feeling very they don't have very much self-value so they're always looking at somebody else to fill up their self-value doesn't make it right that they didn't follow through and spend time with you because they sure come around you when they don't have anybody else, right? So it's almost like feels like a using. And that's where we need to have healthy boundaries. You know, I can understand that you don't want to spend time with me when you do have somebody else. The thing is, though, you don't need to shun me. You don't need to exclude me from your life. And then all of a sudden, when you're done with them, you're coming back and spending time with me. That's where we can have healthy boundaries and say, that doesn't happen with me anymore. You can choose to have me as a friend because I do like you. But you have to have some interaction with me when you have others around you. But, you know, nowadays a lot of people are dealing with mental scenarios of anxieties and and mental illnesses as it's called and struggling just to stay alive with depression but we don't know what goes on behind closed doors right and so if we can help people move forward by being kinder by looking at their by looking at a perception like I did a video last night if you watch my Instagram and and Twitter and and I haven't put it on Facebook yet or I mean on uh, my YouTube channel. But it's like getting a different perspective. And what I did with my camera was I turned around, right, to get a different perspective. Because if I look this way, I have one perspective. But if I look this way, I'll have a different perspective. And that's the thing about even if you want to find something, get a different perspective. There's many times where I'm sitting in a, in a, uh, in a place and I lose something pencil, pen, something like that, keys, whatever. And I stop looking. But then I need to get up and get something out, let's say, out of the kitchen. 
So I, what I do is I come back and I look around to get a different perspective. Sometimes it just fell off the floor. And if I looked down, I wouldn't have saw it, right? Because it got underneath the couch just a little bit. But if I came back and I looked where it was, I saw it and I was able to grab it, right? So don't be afraid to get a different perspective. Changing how you perceive things can help you get along with people around us a little bit differently. And I can tell you that if we can get a different perspective, it helps others to get a different perspective. Because the more that we show them how to go, many times that helps others. They learn by observation. Like for me, many times when I walk into a room and and there's something going on and, and you know, I, I walk around, I, I stand there for just a minute before I react. So many of us are into reaction before we can interact, right? Sorry, losing hair and it, it tickles me. Summer shed. So, you know, sometimes we have to stand there and look. So sometimes I walk into a room and I look around and I notice who's upset. And then that person then, you know, if somebody like, let's say the teacher is in the room and I, and I go, I kind of, and they go, because I walk in with a different perspective, right? And a lot of these kids have learned that I don't judge them. So I walk over and I say, hmm, hi there, kiddo. Don't say kiddo, but I'm saying that instead of their name. I go, struggling today. <sighs> yeah, struggling today. Well, I can see that. Is there a way that we can work together? I would love to work with you because I know that sometimes when we work together, we get to focus a little differently. So did I come in and with judgment with them? No, but I came in with a little bit of understanding in my voice. And that's the thing about life is when we can have understanding for someone else, especially our partners. That can help us move forward a little differently with life. So with that, that going forward and managing who we are and going forward with what's going on in this world, oh, our world, you know what? I'm coming back and taking care of me. I'm coming back and taking care of me. And right now I got a feeling that I need to stash a little bit of cash. Now, I will be going on um, a scenario of a trip. And so, yeah, I'm kind of feeling like that's part of it. But it's not necessarily that I, I need to be careful. I do need to be careful about how I, I manage my pennies in a way. But that's a self-lesson. That's a self-lesson because sometimes I don't manage my pennies as well as I need to. Manage my dollars. It's my pennies. And the pennies equal up to dollars, right? So being careful, taking care of us. So I make sure that, that when my, my spouse, my husband has a rough day and I've had a rough day that I really work at not coming on him, coming down on him. And if he comes in and he's, I say, honey, Hi, babe. How you doing? I know that you have a rough day. I kind of did too. So can we hug each other? <laughs> Throws them off every time. Throws them off every time, right? 
because of the fact that I try to give a different perspective. Matter of fact, there was one morning I came downstairs and it was probably a few minutes later than I probably should have. I'm he's a morning person. I'm quite not quite. And he came down, I came downstairs and run, 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 run. He got into something, he turned around, and I walked back upstairs <laughs> to get a different perspective. Took him a few minutes to breathe, make a decision, came back down. Hi, honey. Good morning. I love you. So what's up? <laughs> you know, perspectives. I can honor him for having a rough day, but at, a rough day already. But at the same time, I just started my day. I don't need it. I don't deserve it, right? I don't deserve to be a garbage can. So with that, that I shifted how I did that. So knowing ourselves and knowing how to do things, you know, that life is happening around us. I cannot control what's happening in the government. I just can't. But I can sure control or help support the, the kid or the person who was taking a shower and not closing the shower door, right? So take care of home. Care about home. Care about thyself. Care about thyself and care about the others. Don't get me wrong. Care about others. If I needed to go protest on something because it was my calling, I would. But at the same time, though, I have to honor that somebody else is going to have a different perspective. I'm going to have to honor that somebody else has a different perspective because mine is not right. Mine is not always right. I have a rightedness to it, like a ship being uprighted. I have a rightedness to it. But there's other truths about things. Because somebody else had a different story. Somebody else had a different story. And if we can honor that other story just a little bit, we get into somebody else's shoes just a little bit, and that helps. That really helps as we go forward. So knowing that life is very much up in the air right now. And there's a whole lot of things that we can misunderstand about or be misguided about. Oh my gosh. If you want to talk about this, it's like we were pushed so much to have vaccinations. Now I was listening to the radio and they were saying how that um, there's a study out that kids under 10 who get vaccinated for COVID, that they actually end up, will end up more likely to get COVID. This is what I was listening on the radio. Don't know if it's truth or not, because everything you hear, you have to take with a grain of salt, right? There again, everything we hear, we have to take with a grain of salt. Isn't that an old saying? Take with a grain of salt. Take with moderation. Take with, is it truth or not truth? Take it with, you know, Time for me to gather more information because I cannot react to that <laughs> except for hmm, there's a little bit of truth in there that I was feeling intuitively. No judgment. I didn't even judge my husband when he got his vaccinations. That was his choice. I didn't agree with it. His choice. We have to do what we got to do in front of us and then we can make choices, right? So 
take a breath before you I'm I'm praying that people can take a breath before they spew out judgments. Hi Michelle. Thank you for being here. You know, and and as we go forward and and doing our life, I'm praying that you know, we can give a little grace to those people. Because of the fact that no matter where we're at, somebody else has a situation that we don't know about. Life is happening around us. What we used to know isn't what we know now. I love what my dad used to say. What we know at this minute in time, we make decisions with. If we knew something different at another time, in the future, we would make another decision back here, right? But no, we didn't have to make those decisions. We made that decision here, and we can't change it here. But isn't that the way it is when we're talking about our past and our stories of history and how we judge those people in the history books now because they were making different choices but they were here making choices right and as we move forward we can't judge them for making those choices because they were doing what they were doing at that time in their life now can we say we don't accept that now yes we can say we don't accept that now and I'm sorry that people are being so judgmental around us. I know there's many who are in between a rock and a hard place. They have to say something because their their bosses are saying something to them. And we have to follow suit, but we don't always agree with it. There again, check in with perception. Because perception can help us manage just a little bit of whys. Manage the little bit of whys. I'll take that homeless situation again, driving through downtown Seattle, seeing homeless people. How many of them have no value in themselves, which means that they're not going to take care of the value of their place around them. My love goes to them and I'm praying for love. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I'm praying that love can heal because, you know, for me, that's the only thing that I know that works is love. Love really can heal a scenario. A hug can really heal a scenario. So being who we are and going forward with what we're doing, I pray that we can have a little bit more love around us. I pray that we can have more understanding around us for our fellow person. Because the fact that you know, like me being bumped in the in the thrift store today by some younger student kids. You know, I'm going to call them kids because they were probably in high school or middle school. No, they were high schoolers. That just because they were trying to be on and trying to impress their friends, they didn't care about who I was. And I can tell you, when I was a kid, I did care about those around me. Different eight time that we were in at that time. But I didn't really care like I do now, right? I didn't care like I do now. So as we get older, there's a little bit less understanding for those that are around us that are younger. And I pray that we can have some empathy and sympathy and whatever the empathy is there is out there. So this is where my segue I'm going to go into because many of us need guidance and wish for guidance. And this is where I pull oracle cards. 
So if you would like an Oracle card pulled, this is not about belief systems or right or wrong or anything like that. But um, I love to pull Oracle cards for people so that they can get some kind of guidance. These Oracle cards, I believe, are guided by um, energies of love. And all you have to do is when I when you tell me what deck you want, then um, I can um, fold, I can shuffle it, and then you put intention of what you're wanting. Sometimes, what do you want to tell me is a good thing to do. Okay, so the cards I'm going to pull today, these guys were speaking to me, the uh, Wisdom of Avalon, and these are, you can get Dear, um, oh, there's Love. Uh, signposts and you get signposts you may get um like the dragon and that kind of oh there's an animal the wasp wasp is about uh how much anger you're carrying so if you like that uh the dragons would love to come out again so these are and i'll read the message so if you want a dragon so if you're looking for a card uh there's also the path of soul these are beautiful cards and they're just messages from guidance. So if you'd like a card on Instagram, if you're watching on Instagram, you can say what card you want in the comments. I All you have to do is put out thoughts and wishes and um, what card deck you would like. Let's see. Is there another one that I should do? The fairies. I'm going to do the fairies. The fairies. So they'll be fairies I would do my other fairy deck uh, but there's they're too long from reading today so is anybody interested in a um, card deck so this would be the fairies uh, the path of the soul dragons or wisdom of Avalon wisdom of Oh, you wanted, Veronica, you want to do the um, Path of the Soul. Okay. You like that deck. Okay. Path of the Soul. So that would be this one here. Okay. So, Veronica, if you would like to put out a thought that you would like, anybody who's watching, clear the deck. Love and Light. It's been interesting. I've had this fly that's flying around, and flies are part of my community. I work with the Fae quite a bit, and they're part of my community. And it's been interesting when they when this fly has walked has come around. It's been in conversation where um, it was time for me to do some cleanup because you know, flies clean up um, clean up uh, scenarios. They go around and try to pick up off of like food and stuff, so they're cleaning up energy. Kind of like seagulls and stuff like that. So, putting out thoughts, Veronica. Sorry, I had to do that little segue. It was interesting how this fly comes in at certain times. Okay, the card that's supposed to be for Veronica, please. Please appear. <laughs> Ooh. This one's beautiful. So, Veronica, it's this one. Isn't that beautiful? 
So this one is 26. 26, 2 plus 6 is 8. So the infinity sign. So as above, as below. 26. Twenty-six, third eye, the third eye. The third eye rules the psychic abilities and clairvoyance. Although every human is born with the ability to see beyond the known, it does not mean they always access, access it. Your intuitive gifts and abilities are very strong. When this card appears, it is because you are ready to move into the next level of development in your inner seeing. Intuitive development is important for your growth at this time. Expanding your gifts not only benefits you, but also aids those who need the guidance and support you can give from source. Isn't that beautiful? Perfect card for you, Veronica, because of the fact that you're in that moment and um, there's things that are happening in your personal life that's given you time to do that processing. Love that card. Thank you very much, Universe of Love. Is there anybody else who would like a, a card reading? Because of the fact that uh, I will do that. So it's the Path of the Soul. That was what I just read. The Fairies. Um, Wisdom of Avalon. Or the dragons. The dragons. Michelle, do you want me to do a card for you? You know me as an intuitive. It's where we work, but you don't know this part of me very well. <laughs> Even though you see a lot of my videos. Let's see. There's someone out there that's wanting one but not too sure. So right now the path of soul wants to come out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do this. Now remember, if I read a card for someone or something, that means that card can pertain to you too. So sometimes we can get a really good reading by understanding what the cards are coming out as. Because as one is going through something, the other is. So as I have these cards, I'm asking the angels, guides of these decks to bring in the light and love the messages that are to be. I have this wonderful orb, shiny, um, the way the sun is, is tinkling through my magic ball. I have a magic ball crystal and it's like, whoo, it's bright. Um, I'm actually blinded now. Uh, very interesting. Got a new stand for it. It feels a lot more secure. Okay. This is for the greater good. This is for the greater good. I guess it's getting complicated here. Let me let me get this back up here. Whoa. Okay, so obviously it's like wanting something to come out. Okay, let's start this over. Okay, so shuffle for a message to come out. <laughs> Not all those cards. Not all those cards. Okay. I'm not going to read that many decks, that many cards. <laughs> they are like wanting to speak. 
I told you this deck wanted to come out. I did, I did, I did. Oh my gosh. Maybe I can do this. No, no, no. I need to do this right. Okay. Let me try this one more time. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do this because this is getting too messy here. I'm going to spread them out in front of me so you can't see me picking a card. Because obviously they really wanted to speak. I am pulled to this one over here. I did that as soon as I... Oh, fear. Fear. So this is a milepost. So 48. So 4 plus 8 is 12. 3. You always add numbers together. So fear. So let's go with 48. Sphere. We all have fear, and it's okay to have fear. This marker asks you to identify how fear may be affecting you on this part of your journey. Are you afraid of failure? Perhaps you're worried about success and the changes it brings as it pushes you to be all. You can be. I'm going to reread that. Perhaps you're worried about success and the changes it brings as it pushes you to be all you can be. Are you afraid of losing something that you don't yet have? Is your fear valid? Having Have you seen actual evidence of adversity or trouble or are you seeing false evidence, which gives you appearance of being real? Fear is a crippling companion and indicates a loss of faith and connection to the divine. Remember that God, Goddess, doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. Fear comes from that part of you that identifies with separation, division, and form. To release yourself from it, remember that you are the first and foremost, an infinite soul. Look through those eyes and the fear you will subside as you remember to trust the way of the mastery, of the mystery. Don't struggle with fear. Look inside, see the part of you that is afraid and send love and light and compassion inward. This would be a very good time to write an inventory of your fears and their possible solutions. Once on paper, you may find that you've been afraid of fear itself. This is an auspicious omen of transformation. So, I know for me that like many times we go into fear when we've dealt with something in our past life, right? Like for me that um, I am on the brink of a lot of success in my life with my business and things like that. And I have to remember that I'm not my past because I know in a lot of past lives that I got to this point and I was sabotaged and manipulated with and i have to make sure that i don't sab self-sabotage or manipulate myself right so many times when we're walking forward fear is a good marker to say hmm 
What am I going to do with this? How is this going to be? Now, there's another card from this deck that wants to come out, and my eyes went straight to this one. Ah, the queen. The queen. So we're going to get a couple here. The queen. Um, woman, fertility, feminine power, sexuality, and friendships. So the queen. Number four. The queen. Fertility, beautiful, beauty, feminine sexual energy, earthly pleasures, and friendships among women. The queen summons you to bestow her gifts upon you so that you can reveal in the beauty of life. The queen appears to remind you of an importance of self-esteem, self-worth, and holding your head high. It's about being empowered empowered going from the inner it's not about being powerful about being inner empowered now is the time to set boundaries with others with gentle authority trying not to be isolated from the that them in the process kind of like i said about the shower and and having somebody sh close the shower door there's a good boundary gentleness yet not isolated from them in the process. The queen knows how to delegate authority when she, when she needs to. Summon your inner queen and ask for what you need. And I can tell you that you masculine people out there have a queen inside you too. And she can give you a lot of grace, just like I have a masculine king inside of me that gives me the inner strength of, of gumption that you men can have so with that remember we, you don't have to be a feminine or female to have the queen inside of you the queen also asks whether you're having fun maybe you need to read a good book with a cup of cocoa go to the spa make plans with your pet pals look after yourself and remember to nurture your friendship the queen knows that she needs allies in the world to sustain her. In return, she sh shares her wealth with you. If you're inquiring about specific feminine or, or, and your relationship with her, the queen stands to present her, which will bode well and not so well, depending on which other cards are in her flank. This card also represents pregnancy, either with metaphor or in true miracle in its form. Queen is always a powerful omen and an ally. So let's pull another card and see what that, that card says. So I just keeping the cards out here. And there's one card that was, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> the goblin the goblin oh let's not take things seriously uh the wounded human ego right wounded ego so the queen is about empowerment right and then now we have the wounded ego but that isn't that sometimes where us women go to is the wounded self so this would be 34 which uh, no 31 which is four so 
The queen was four. And the goblin is four. The number, so 31. Oop, passed it. The goblin. When the goblin appears on your path, your plans are or are about to go awry. The goblin wants to lead you astray and whispers negative spells of fear, anger, and resentment, self-righteousness, arrogance, self selfishness, greed, gluttony, procrastination, and addiction. When the goblin appears, it is time to stop what you're doing and check your motives. Are you coming from an ego-centered place? Are you criticizing? Okay, so there's a word that me and my dyslexicness here, sorry. Oh, are the circumstances in your life triggering an unresolved past issue that still needs healing? Ah, I was talking about past lives, wasn't I? Now it's time for self-evaluation. Now it's time for self-evaluation and taking inventory. Before you take another step, the goblin represents the wounded ego and its influence. Dark, repressed areas of the psyche get triggered, either in you or warning you of a dramatic dynamic between you and someone else. Do nothing. Stay still. Send loving energies to yourself and others. And remember the divine connection in all things. Goblin will disappear and lose power when you focus on love and fairness. Didn't I say that about having judgments and things is to have love and guidance? That many times when we come at things, come to things, come at things, when things come at us, if we can sit back and breathe for a little bit, think about our intention, change our perception, change our perception to see what's going on. Blessings to you on your journey, and thank you so much for being here with me. I am so grateful that everyone has been here to watch. And, oh, guess what? I am now on podcasts. So you can catch my shows on almost all podcasts. I have not gotten into iTunes yet. You know, me and iTunes, hey, yay, there's something about that eye <laughs> I have to look at. Hmm. How, how am I taking care of I, the I in me? Hmm. Okay, well, that just came to me. So with that, that I am now on um, iTunes. So you can go to Life Clarifications with Natasha or Life Clarifications, and you can catch me on podcasts. You'll catch some of my old shows right now, but they're still relevant because really it's not about what the date is, so talking about full moons or new moons or, um, or going through retrograded planets, which we're going through a lot of retrograded planets, usually during the summer we do, that trigger us into mind, our mind games, right? So looking at that, that we can really look at where we're going. So catch me on my YouTube channel, uh, Natasha Venter, Angelic Clarifications, and you'll um, catch some of my videos there, our shows there. And there's also a series there. Let's get triggered, not triggered, because a lot of times 
we don't need to get triggered about things. And so that's where I'm doing a little bit more personal walk with our stories. And sometimes you catch me on a morning where I'm just being human and I'm talking about what I'm going through. So with that, blessings to all. See you on Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, four o'clock Pacific time. On Mondays, I'm just on Facebook and my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter and Twitter. And then on Wednesdays, I'm here on uh, my same programs, except for if I don't have a guest, I'm on Instagram. So welcome and blessings, and I will see you later. May the angels help you through your perceptions so that you can become a little bit more enlightened and loving. My love to all. Bye now. Oops, get done. Where do I? There we go. video